Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie, who is not sick. Eddie, how are you doing? Uh, better than you, judging by your voice. I know. Don't I sound like a different person? Like, who's this host? This isn't Ryan Murphy. This is some sort of weird frog man. Uh, I am sick. I apologize for the sound of my voice. I, I feel um, really drained, So, but, but we had to do a show because, yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes just, it had a busy week and was capped off the last uh, couple days with a, with a huge drop because it's May now and we have an update dropping, but we'll get to that in a bit. But first, I want to toss it over to Eddie to talk about this banner that may or may not have been a big deal for one of us on the show, but I'll let Eddie talk first. Well, yep, uh, we're going to go over the banners. The Wings of Fate banner is still going on till the 10th. And then um, there was some new banner with a new legendary hero. Uh, I don't think anyone in the podcast really cared about it. It was, um, yeah. oh, who was it? Lynn, I think? Uh, not, not that anyone in the podcast pronounced, really cares about that character. No, it's a Y. It's pronounced Lwine. I don't know. No, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, the legendary Lynn banner did come out, and mm-hmm. actually, thanks to the notes, um, unless IS decides to completely change up their pattern from the past, uh, we now know what color the next two legendary heroes will be. Nice. Uh, well, it'll be red next in late May, because Ike is going to skip the next banner, so it, if they continue with their one, hero per, one legendary hero per color, mm-hmm. that means... It'll be a red one in May. And then because uh, Lynn uh, just doesn't want to spend time with us and is waiting till July to come back, that means it'll be green again in late June. Yeah, that's that's telling. But, and, I mean, you have some theories about that. I don't think we've covered them on the show. I mean, next week we might have to get into it, right? It, if you happen to listen to uh, Ryan's stream this week, we kind of discussed them a little bit there. But, yep, I do have some theories. Mm. Uh, but we got some time to go over those theories and possibly a couple, a banner or two uh, that'll give us more story that might alter those theories. Yeah, that's uh, but true. We also had, starting the Countering Weapon Skills banner, which was uh, Dorcas uh, and a couple others. But Dorcas was the main one I was happy to see. Uh, but how did, how was your pulling going this week, Ryan? We usually start with me, but let's start with you. Yeah, so this was a banner. So the Lynn legendary banner was something I really I was really excited about, surprising no one. And I decided I would stream my efforts. Uh, I saved up about oh just over two hundred orbs of free to play goodness, minus the the orb bundle I had purchased. And well, let me let me guess, you're hmm. down to like five orbs or something after hunting for Lynn? No, so this is the thing. So I was streaming it, and I streamed it. I was like, I didn't clear out my hero inventory, which was going to be a problem if I ended up having to do a bunch of summons. But turns out after just a couple of summons, and there were some interesting backs and forths between myself and the, and the chatters, because um, a lot of people were saying, you know, it's really unhealthy to snipe in a legendary banner, which I had no idea that was the case. I thought you always sniped, and maybe that's why I've had terrible luck uh, on a legendary banner, because I, I never am able to summon a legendary hero. So I started off kind of sniping greens, and they're like, oh, no, you want to you wanna complete the ring each time because you have a higher chance of breaking your pity rate on those green orbs and not getting the character you want. I mean, it's all like you try to maximize the way you do it, but at the end of the day, it's still all random chance. So, I mean... Whatever you do is is probably best, but 
maybe maybe someone can write in and explain the theory behind that to me, but I feel that it's the same as uh, you know sniping on any other banner. If you only want a character from the green, I just snipe the green. Whether you get unlucky and get pity broken with one of the alternate greens or not, you still have to, you know, if you if you um do the whole circle, especially when you have as you get up there in the pity rates, you might end up getting uh you know pity broken by a red when mm. you didn't care for any of the red characters in the banner. Yeah, that's true. And maybe maybe their their thought process is that, you know, you have a higher chance of increasing your pity rate without getting broken by, you know, another uh, yeah. green. I don't know. But I I, I, I don't know. It, again, people have their strategies, and I don't think there's really any right or wrong way to do it. I think it's just a matter of your preference. I had enough orbs where I was able to go around, but funny enough, I was tucking in for a long stream because I knew I was going to have to clear up my inventory as I went. And turns out on the third or fourth summon, there's uh, there's Legendary Lin, and I was kind of like, oh, well, that's anticlimactic. That's the stream, folks. And, and that wasn't the case. We kept going, but... Um, I ended up getting a legendary Lin, spent about, you know, 40 orbs or so, and, uh, also got a Halloween Jacob, which I guess is a pretty, you know, high tier unit. I had no idea. He's an armored archer as well, or uh, not as well, but, uh, but another archer. And, oh, and yeah. I think he's so high tiers because he's the only armored colorless that I know of. Yeah. I can think of. He's an armored archer and an only armored colorless I know of. So if you want a, you know, red, green, blue, colorless armored team, you're pretty much using him. And I think his stats are pretty good as well. So Yeah. No, and, and you know, in terms of IVs, I, I don't know whether, you know, my Lynn wasn't a preferred IV of any boon of any kind, but uh, she was a legendary Lynn. So I was kind of like, you know, that's good for me. I, I got my character. I'll level her up. I'll, I'll cherish her as a as a team of my, you know, on my Lin team, and we'll go from there. But honestly, it was not, it was not the end of the world that she wasn't like the, a perfect IV. And and I asked everybody on stream like, do I go for Wings of Fate now? Do or do I save my orbs? And they're like, if you don't really care for, you know, fire, uh, flying emblem, and you're just looking at the new and shiny, then you're probably best to wait because. There will be another banner where I just I won't I won't be able to resist, but um, yeah. So I got my legendary Lin. I've been playing around uh, with her in training tower and kind of leveling her up slowly, and she's pretty cool. She's a lot of fun to to have on the team, and I mean, um, you know, her design isn't. It looks like she just got off her horse, which is a little unfortunate, but uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they really did a whole lot. Although the animations of her you know, her battle sequence are pretty cool. Cool. Um, did you dive into the countering weapon skills banner? No, I didn't. No, I just did the free summon to try to, I don't, the only character I don't have on that banner would be Dorcas. And, uh, I, I just, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, I did dive into it. Cause, um, as we've mentioned before, uh, I, I have a bit of a, uh, one might say obsession, similar to the way one might say you have a Lin obsession with Lissa. And for the uh, build I was trying to build with her, I needed um, infantry pulse, with, which Dorcas has. So I did dive in there, uh, fully expecting to spend all the orbs I had built up over the past the last couple days. 
Uh, and it seems that I, uh, the game, uh, like it was trying to be nice to you by giving you Lynn early, uh, decided to be nice to me and gave me a Dorcas on my second pull. Uh, I've got two greens on the first ring, the free pull, and Dorcas was the second one. So it took me a whole four orbs to get Dorcas. That's nice. It was nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Lynn, however, was a little more stubborn. Um, you know, I had probably 140 orbs, maybe a little more. Uh, went into the banner, and I was sniping green and colorless because Jenny was in the colorless pool. Mm -hmm. um, ended up getting a, a Belgrima or a Legendary Robin uh, Breaker at one point. Also did actually get a Jenny, so Lissa, Lissa has been well-fed this week. I mean, has been getting lots of presents this week. Yeah. Um, so you end up using up all my orbs with no Lin. However, uh, after your stream, I was sitting around at work, uh, one of the rare slow days I've had this week, where I hopped in, did some farming on orbs, and it may have been first or second pull of the th attempt after the, I farmed up the orbs, and I got Lin, and not only did I get a Lin, but I got her with a plus speed boon, which is uh, her preferred boon. Oh, nice. Good Which job. Which was nice. Yeah. It was minus res. That's not ideal, but still, plus speed is pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I think... So. And, and you know, I, I've been looking at her and the way people have been talking about that character, and she's not, she's not like, oh my gosh, everybody has to have her, but it seems like she's like middle ground legendary hero. Like, she's strong, she's good, but... um. It's not the end of the world if, if you don't have her, but honestly, I think that it's... That's, it, yeah. Sorry? No, go ahead. That, that's kind of what you want. You want the legendary heroes to be kind of special, but you don't want them to be so overpowered that if you don't have them, you're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, you want to balance that between, you know, people really itching for them and, and, and them be... Because you don't want them to... You don't want them to be the only heroes people need in the game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I'm so, glad you got her eventually. <laughs> yep. Also, this week, uh, we started the Grand Hero battle with male Kana, mm -hmm. uh, filling out the children of the Avatar for Fates. Um, I hopped in, uh, got the first two levels completed pretty easily without really having to uh, form much of a squad or use any guides. Mm -hmm. uh, how'd you do with Kana? So I've um, sort of been resorting to the Phoenix Master 1 guides, uh, mostly because I just don't, like, even with the guides, it takes time to build the proper team that they're suggesting, but uh, I don't I don't have a lot of time to, like, build a team, but I like the way that the puzzle comes together and the way he explains it. So if you're looking for guides to do this, and it's all free to play, zero skill inheritance, and I think it's really helping me understand more about the way heroes work, excuse me, work together. So I've been using Phoenix Master One's guides on the Grand Hero Battle Kana as well yep. as the Legendary Lin uh, banner, and that's allowing me to use characters that I have or may not be using to get the Infernal difficulty. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I like the Phoenix Master One guides. He's pretty good about building free-to-play guides. Um, and I like his uh, summon streams, too. He gives the best info in what he's doing and what he's gotten mm -hmm. uh, in his summon streams. I watch those sometimes. Cool. I'm just often too lazy to actually remember to go into uh, 
read up his guide and build the teams he suggests and do it before the event ends usually. So yeah. it, maybe it I'll try and do that with Kana and Lin before they run away. Yeah, and it's it's a good chunk of orbs for the Lin banner, and it's like seven, maybe ten orbs total. And then, because there's four difficulties. Uh, and then the Kana one is just an extra silver Kana, but uh, but with some feathers. But it's still, it's interesting to see when you build that team and you put it all together and, and you you follow it step by step. And it's crazy the way that he's been able to come up with these strategies. And it's it, sh- it really shows a, a strong point of this game and that there is there is a strategy involved for for beating these maps it's not like intelligent systems is just oh put a you know put a monster here and put a sword user here and put a you know a mage here and just and then that'll work you know they actually put it seems they're putting thought into the way these maps are laid out so it's nice it it kind of shows these maps as mini miniature puzzles so um i would never be able to do these with with my free to play heroes and i'm sure a lot of people who have like plus tens just kind of throw their plus tens at them and they're good to go but for these guides it really shows that there is a solution from a free-to-play standpoint and i'm curious do you feel like it's cheating like following these guides step by step i mean i don't i don't think it's it's cheating like you're not cheating per se but it it feels like i'm getting more out of the game by using the guides as opposed to just bashing my head against it you know what do you think um I think you should play the game however you feel is the best way for you to play. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's cheating to use the guides. I think um, some people are very strategically minded and can, uh, I don't know how much actual, um, you know, min-maxing he can do in, in, in the thing or, uh, you know, it, he just has enough mindset to look at what is there and figure it out. Yeah. That might not be how your mind works and him helping out actually like you said, helps you get more out of the game. So if you're getting more out of the game by following his guides, nothing wrong with following his guides. He puts them up there for that reason. Yeah. You know? So I think you're right. No, I I, I really do you're appreciate giving him, it. You're giving him views watching his guide, possibly sometimes multiple times to make sure you catch everything. So, yeah. You know? The only thing I'll say is that um, if you're going to use his guides, definitely don't just do it on your phone because I, I spent... Uh, and this is gonna sound bad, but I spent three like I have been sick, so I've been it's been really tough to like focus on you know grander experiences. So last night I just sat on the couch for like three three hours while we had TV running in the background, and I just kept flipping between his guides and the and the Grand Hero battles and, and Legendary Lin banner uh, battles, and uh, just trying the strategy over and over again until it finally. I finally followed it properly, you know. It took it took a lot longer than I hoped it would. And I think if you had the video up on a on a computer screen and you were able to scrub through it there while playing the game on your phone or an iPad uh tablet, it'd be a, a lot easier. So, you know, keep yeah. that in mind. Uh don't don't be like me and, and kill your entire Friday night, <laughs> you know. Um flipping. Well, back if you got nothing else going on, no reason not to. But uh, um, yeah. I will I was... also note that with the um changes they made to grand hero battles and bound hero battles uh it it, you do have the option of challenging more before it was a case of saving stamina but you can test out your own things but if you can't figure it out yourself always go to the guides or if you just prefer going straight to the guide go straight to the guide yeah i i tried a couple times you know and and you know this one being kana it's like okay i need my my felchin 
you know, guy in there, but then you really don't, um, according to Phoenix Masters guides. So it's, I use the guides and honestly, I enjoy the game more by using, using the guides because it's just not my style to, to throw units at the wall and see what sticks. I kind of, I prefer to progress in other ways. So, um, it's yeah, just like, yeah. like I said, play the game how you want. If it's not your style to throw units in, if you don't want to try and uh, put the pieces together, then that's what Phoenix Master 1 is there for. Yeah, I really so, do appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, aside from that, uh, the Grand Conquest uh, for Golden Week has started. Mm-hmm. Um, I barely touched it. I did the first three runs and completed the sets of quests for the first uh, battle. I've done like one run from the second battle, and yeah, that's about it. Um, Did you get your nice Kaz or Ks? Uh, I'm working on it. I got the three star version. I'm working on the four star version, um, and you know, making my way there slowly but surely. I plan to get to twenty five. It's nice to have a couple more uh, things, and the uh, lesser uh, difference between. Uh, three, uh, one area and 20 areas is nice. Hmm. I still don't feel like it really matters whether you go in. You know, I feel go in, complete your quests, get your orbs from that, get your uh, GC tier up, and beyond that, there's nothing incentivizing me to keep going at it once I get all my quests done and get my GC tier maxed out. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do as well with, with Grand Conquest. I'm I'm employing the boosts a little more, you know, sort of doing four at a time and doing each round about four at a time, and then as they refill and as I, I'll use my lances every once in a while. But I'm, I'm uh, I f- unlike, uh, well, you know, in Tempest Trials, you play for the score. You don't, you don't play to, to, to win in voting gauntlet you play for the rewards you don't you you know you don't you're playing to win as well i guess but i guess in grand conquest i feel very detached from the what feels like should be the purpose which is which is conquering and and winning you know that round by by conquering and i haven't really i haven't really given its fair shake in terms of sitting down and actually determining okay what do i do here to make my team win this round I'm usually just oh try this and I click it and I do it and sometimes I'll even auto battle and 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 whatnot but uh, yeah I'm I'm really just in it for the rewards and and but I'm I don't I, I think it's I, I'm not hating it but I'm not loving it I'm sort of neutral on Grand Conquest yeah it's a fun new way for the um, rival domains map it's nice to have a larger team to go into uh, but. Aside from that being a fun, interesting new way, there's not much incentive that makes me want to play it. And for me, it's kind of similar to Arena. I don't, I should, but I don't often go into Arena. And maybe the changes we'll discuss in a minute will change that. But it's because it just doesn't feel like it's really progressing much, you know? In Arena and in Grand Conquest, I usually go in with uh, teams that are full. You know, full level 40. They aren't getting SP in uh, Grand Conquests. They are in Arena, but I go in a full level 40 team. I'm not there to level. I'm not there other than to just hopefully win and get credit towards the rewards at the end of the season. You know? 
and not everything has to be that. It's a fun little thing to do and to kill some time and a nice way to use the large maps they added in Rival Domains. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And I've fallen off of Rival Domains. I'll get the Orb one and kind of just, like, I'll forget about it for a week. But, I, again, I don't hate it. I don't think Intelligent Systems needs to really, like, dive in there. I'm sure there are people that really like it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit, but I saw Reddit joking, like, Hey, with the new May update, what are we going to complain about? So maybe, maybe Grand Conquest <laughs> is still something that people enjoy for what it is, and and they've they've made changes pretty quick to it. So I'm I'm hoping they they continue to massage it as we go forward. Yep. Cool. Uh, part of me feels that one thing that might help would be maybe lower uh, GC reward tier, but uh, you know it resets every every battle or something. Yeah. You know, but it just kind of feels. Once you get that GC reward tier maxed out in 25, I don't feel is going to take that much longer. No. If I was actually sitting there working at it. And, you, and you're getting so many more lances now that really you could probably sit there in one round and yep. and just get the 25. And, and having the 25 is supposedly, it increases your chances of taking over territories more, I think. Or adjacent territories, is that what it is? Um, I haven't double-checked it, but in the past one, Rank 20 gave you a 50% uh, boost to the other territories around you when you fought in a battle. Right. So it would help you potentially take over other territories. Uh, whether it's higher now or at, at 25, I don't know. But, you know, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how it uh, falls out and what cha what future changes they make. Um, I wouldn't mind if they continue doing stuff like they did with the Kaz and don't make it just a Golden Week only type thing, but we'll see. Yeah, I like the idea of um, like Grand Hero Battle offering, like you said, a free hero. I think that's really cool, and, and it's honestly something we were talking about on Gamers in Prime with you know the way Hearthstone uh, introduces free content and says like the reward is fun, and it's like, well, no, you're a free-to-play game. The reward is the reward. And there's one thing I can say about Intelligent Systems with Fire Emblem Heroes that they understand that really well. And they reward you for doing everything in the game. When they add a new mode, they don't strip the reward from something else. They just give you more stuff. you know. And, and, and again, we're going to talk about that in a bit. But even, even if those rewards are simply just some uh, badges, that's still yeah. they give you a reward. It's still something that you can use for two or three other things. So uh, yeah. I think... Um, and I think that yeah. might be where Hearthstone has a bit of an issue, is that they have so few different things they can give you that, you know, they don't want to undervalue those who are paying money for those things, but it's also kind of like, yeah, but this then has no interest to me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you Which, know... Actually, if you want to talk about single-player content, you know, the Grand Conquest, the they give you rewards, but the rewards for conquering areas feel similar to the dungeon hunt type things it's like uh, yeah that's nice i don't really care that much about that yeah you know well i i appreciate that intelligent systems is trying new things and this is the second grand conquest i'm sure the third will bring new new changes as well and we'll we'll see what that brings but um i dig the i dig the way that the developer is kind of like adding small things to everything as they go forward and not really ignoring any mode that still needs work. So, um, yeah. So as, 
Yep, as we mentioned, Rival Domains is still going on like usual. Week 9's going on with Infantry Heroes uh, getting a boost. Uh, Tap Battle, Illusory Dungeon, Formidable Foes is still running till the 12th. Uh, the Golden Week events run till the 15th with the reward maps still ending every four days. Um, I haven't checked what the one today was. I know we've had a uh, Robin Male, Robin Female both hop in there. Uh, Kana goes till the 11th. As we mentioned, the Grand Hero Battle with Kana is going till the 11th. And the Wind Blessing quests are going on till the 12th. So, and our Arena Bonus Heroes for the week um, are with the Wings of Fates Hero, uh, Legendary Lin, uh, Camus, Camus, or Camus as I've always called him, uh, the Lobster Man, I mean Ryoma, <laughs> Lelina, Titania, and Sigbert, and Sharina are our Bonus Heroes for Arena. Uh, which we also don't know with the news we're coming up here in a minute, don't know exactly what's going to be going on with Arena Bonus Heroes next week. Mm. Whether they'll, you know, probably still be the same ones, but there are definitely some changes coming to Arena. Yeah, good good changes, I think. I think, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. And so, like we mentioned earlier, we got the info on the May update. And not only that, we actually got a date for when the update's coming out. May 8th, they're going to be doing maintenance at 6 p.m. And after that, I'm pretty sure you'll have to have the update to be able to continue playing. Yeah, you will. Uh, and and they, they specifically mentioned in the patch, and I think this is worthy, because last time, maybe it wasn't last patch, but the patch before, it wasn't up for iOS users. They've specifically stated, and this might not be new, but they've stated that um, they will ensure the patch is available before they end maintenance. <laughs> so that'll be good. Nice. So there's there's yeah. lots of changes here, and this is going to be the bulk of our show because some of this we're probably going to want to discuss. So we'll just take turns going back and forth, and if there's anything we want to talk about, certainly just let, let uh, the other know. But the first up, as we teased, was the updates to the arena. Um, this is a, this is a big change because they haven't touched arena since launch, I think. And it starts off with the chain bonus is now five wins instead of the seven. So that's yeah, pretty. Caps that's, out at five now. Yeah. Caps out at five. Our train. They, oh, go ahead. Let's just say in the announcement, they showed a list of, uh, five chain rewards of 3000 feathers, a hundred gold. Uh, oh, arena medals. I'm sorry. That yeah, I, 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 I like, forgot. There's no gold. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> arena medals. 100 arena medals, 10 sacred coins, uh, one orb, and 10 refinery stones. Yeah, um, they're varying the rewards. The way, but... Yeah, the way they word it makes me feel like that might not be the only five rewards per season, or they might not be the same rewards each season. But those are what they show in the picture. Yeah. They don't specific. You're right. They don't specifically mention it. They just show it, and maybe this is the reward for this season. Um, and you'll you'll notice that they've taken your reward of feathers and orbs to now be feathers, arena go, arena medals, uh, sacred coins, one orb, and some refinery uh, shards. I think they are. And... Well, actually, um, you did not get orbs for the offensive bonus, which actually has been removed. Uh, you will no longer get an offensive uh, 
tier reward or offensive bonus reward. What did you get arms um, for? Wasn't it a tier? Uh, for the tiers, but they didn't specify that they're getting rid of the tiers. The offense bonus or offense reward was if you got to a certain score on your month, on your week. Mm. Uh, like if you got 4,800, you got a bunch of feathers, I think some sacred coins and uh, refinery stones. Whereas your tier would give you a bunch more feathers and some orbs. So, so we might is... still be getting the orbs from the tiers. We don't know for sure. So that we're getting we're getting a revamped offensive chain reward and we're getting the tier reward and we're getting the defensive award. Is that the, the idea? Uh, from what they said, that sounds correct. We're no longer getting the offensive reward for getting a certain amount of uh, offensive uh, points per season. Uh, but we... They did not state that they are removing the tier rewards. So, you know, your rank in the tier will still rank you up and down, in theory. That's interesting. And we should still get rewards for those. Um, and they also did not specify they were getting rid of defensive, just the offensive. So, if your team successfully defends, you should still get some feathers for that. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a big change then. And they also mentioned bonus allies receive stat bonus like in Tempest Trials. HP plus 10 and attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus four. So not just a boost to your score, but a boost to the heroes. So you're going to want to use as many bonus heroes as you can on your team, right? Uh, yep. And they specifically did state that the, um, the bonus stat boost, bonus ally stat boost will not affect your um, uh, matchmaking. They'll still give you the matchmaking as if your bonus ally does not have that stat boost, is the way mm. I understood it. Interesting. And it... because of the maintenance, it will will be skipping over that first day and not start until the ninth at three a.m. at the reset. Yeah, so you're not gonna so... get you're not gonna get into the arena as early as you have normally been. But uh, these are big changes, so I think they need the extra day to sort of figure that out well, also also the um uh background work the you know framework for these updates aren't coming in until the update on the 8th so if they start the arena season and then change everything a second later it's gonna be a little weird and complicated to do so right um so the ne next uh bullet point they gave us was that some characters will be getting new weapon skills uh, Claire and Camilla will be getting a new weapon skill, uh, which will also have refineries after you uh, upgrade that to that weapon. And Corin, Fateful Prince, will be getting a upgrade to Yato, refinery upgrade to Yato, is Yato. So, I mean, that's it's, uh, it's always exciting when we get new weapons. But I mean, is there anything to be excited about right now? Uh, we just know they're getting an have, upgrade. Yeah, we have no clue what the upgrades are, so it's kind of like, nice, but what does it do? <laughs> you know, yeah, they told us the name of the weapons for Camilla and Claire, but, you know, for all we know, Camilla's axe will be amazing, have added distant counter and, uh, you know, a bonus against every other hero in the game. But until we know that, it's hard to get excited for it. Wow. And yeah, it's probably not going to happen like that, but no. still. <laughs> That's extreme, but I appreciate your uh your excitement for this. It's 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 great, well, it's, you know, if you're I was a fan more just of using hyperbole to point out that 
it's hard to really get excited for it right now because we don't know what it what it is. Yeah, it's unless nice you're a big fan. Upgrades. If you're yep. a, a fan oh, yeah, of if, those characters, if Camilla's your favorite or Corin's your favorite, male Corin's your favorite, yeah, you're getting you know a boost to them. Yeah. So. Well, that's good, and um, they also mentioned there are going to be minor improvements for future tap battle events. Uh, extra stages will appear after the fourth day. Heroes gain hero merit for completing stages, so you're getting the, you know, you're getting a little bit of, you know, progression on your heroes to get those feathers. And preview notifications for next stages will appear. I don't know what that means. But... Neither do I. They didn't really give money details, so I guess we'll see when it comes. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about this. Any other thoughts for the tap battle changes? Uh, like the weapon skills, it's kind of a case of uh, see what it is before we can really be excited or unhappy with it. It's you know, it, it's nice that there will be hero merit, and for those who are looking to farm hero merit, it might be a, uh, depending on how much they give you. If they give you like 0.25, it's probably not going to be worth it. But yeah. if they are giving you a couple feathers at the higher rank, higher level uh, stages. It might be a nice way to farm up some more uh, hero merit. That doesn't take too horribly long. Yeah, you know? it, it it adds to again, like we talk about rewarding players for their time spent in the game. And yep, that was one thing about tap battle. I would do the quests, and that'd be about it for the day. Yeah, exactly. So this is exciting to see. And I'm sure that Tap Battle... This isn't the last time Tap Battle will get an update. And yeah. um, Spe Speaking of the quests, what do you feel about the new method of the quest for Tap Battle? Um, you know, like saying specific stages and specific bosses? Uh, yeah. I think it, it encourages replayability of other, of other areas. And it just... It, it, it encourages you to keep up to date and, and get all of your your tap battles done and then clearing out the, you know, unlocking all the stages and then just going back and picking away at them. So I think it takes a lot, a lot less time to do them. And that's exciting. Cause I always found that I was redoing old stages around this time in the tap battle, uh, region. So it's like two stages and you're done. So that's kind of nice. I, I like the change up. Yeah. But my, my slight issue with it, I, I mean, I kind of like the change up, but I, was kind of annoyed in the fact that they stop it after uh, the first two that are available at the start of the thing. It's Hector and Ike, the first two bosses, and that's all they've given us to fight. Right. Most they've given us past that is to do the uh, level after Ike, and it seems to only be on normal, not on hard. I haven't tried it on hard, but it seems to do the specific stage has to be on normal. It's like, you know, I'm... I'm after I do it through normal the first time, I'm quite happy doing it on hard. Yeah. But you're making me go back to normal. Yeah. I, I haven't really paid much attention to that. I just do it. I just hit the go button and I do what I have to do. But um, yep. it's 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 good to see that they're switching things up, as we said last week. Yeah, but... it's nice to see that they're making changes. And maybe we'll get feedback and update it and improve the way they're doing quests next time. Exactly. Um improvements for for rival domains enemies no longer attack immediately after warping uh that's that's interesting i feel like maybe uh 
did they say anything about our guys being able to attack after warping? Because I would be upset if they took it away from both of us. Um, sounds like it's just enemies, right? That's what it sounds like, and yeah. they haven't put in these improvements, so I don't know if um, uh, it if Grand Conquest really matter uh, compares to it. But yeah, you'll you'll you be know, able to Grand Conquest. I can still do it, but the changes haven't gone in yet. No, so... they haven't. But they'll you'll be able to probably take keeps quicker because I found that as you start to um, overwhelm a keep, they can kind of keep you at bay as they warp people to you and then attack immediately so that's a, yeah. it's a it's more of a it's more of a quality of life change as opposed to a change that makes sense within the game rules um and it, and it may be a case that they didn't mention whether or not you could do it still do it uh because they're expecting most people will be attacking the enemy's forts so you know hopefully if you know if you're being put on the back foot so they're constantly attacking you yeah, that that's uh, there. You have other issues going on right then. <laughs> yeah, uh, enemies were randomized, but now the same enemies will appear each time. So I believe that for strategy folks out there who are trying to, if they need to come out with a specific tra uh, tragedy strategy for each rival domain map, you're going to be able to predict what heroes are going to be used as opposed to being randomized. So that's nice for those uh, strat chat folks. Um, enemy yep. brigades will now include forty characters instead of twenty meaning the same characters will generally appear fewer times per battle. Uh, that seems about right. Any other... I don't. Again, I don't really have much else to say about Rival Domains that hasn't been said. Any any other thoughts on this? these changes? I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I haven't even... Or you mentioned earlier, I'm in the same way. I haven't really gotten into it. Um, I'm pretty bad about remembering to even hop in and do the um, well, free orb one at level 30. So, you know... It's nice to see the changes and the pre, like you mentioned, the reset group will give you a chance to plan the brigade. You know, you've gotten got beat up there, and you know that. Oh well, if you put this one who counters this person who's coming up, that should help. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, next bullet point is that there's going to be a bunch of tutorial and playability improvements. Um, yep. Essentially, the tutorial is going to be updated, and. Uh, for all those who have been playing since before 2.4, um, you'll be getting a thanks for playing gift, which essentially allows you to, or gives you all the items you would have needed to upgrade the starter heroes to where they will be after the start of the update. Yeah. Uh, that, yep, the thanks for playing gift comes with a four-star Takumi. Free distant counter, yay! Or no, close counter, wrong way. <laughs> Free close counter. You might have to upgrade him to get it, but still, free close counter. Um, Thirteen thousand two hundred feathers. Yep. Sixty scarlet badges. Thirty azure badges. Thirty verdant badges. Sixty transparent badges. Twenty thousand four hundred thirty-two scarlet shards, which I would guess would be the amount it costs to uh, level uh, the character from one to twenty. Um, which character? For, or two two red characters, the two, two red, red characters, um, um, Alphonse and Ray. Because they're Rayford. they're coming at you Ray. at a four star level now. Yep, they start at four star after the update. Uh, Ten thousand two hundred sixteen Azure shards, which is Sharina. Ten thousand two hundred sixteen Verdant shards for Anna, and twenty thousand four hundred thirty two transparent shards for Virian and 
Uh, was it Matthew or Gaius? M Matthew, I believe. Yeah, Matthew. Um, uh, this is a, you know, the free the free gift is one thing, uh, but but this is a big deal for them to say like we're redoing the tutorial because one of the biggest problems with free to play games, especially a year after launch, they get quite bloated from their original sort of introduction. So going back to the tutorial and getting that updated for new players is an important thing and it's great to see them doing it. And the biggest thing is that they're giving you Takumi who before now has only ever been available at five star. Yeah. This is base Takumi with close counter uh, that's been there since the beginning has only ever been five star. So he's a pretty powerful unit at five star with his close counter and everything. And they're giving them to everyone for free, which is nice. Um, some other playability boosts they've given. Um, we'll cover the tutorial in a minute with the other new player changes. But uh, the um, heroes who are defeated in battle no longer lose the SP and experience they gain in that battle. Which is such a lovely, nice thing. It's a good quality of life. I mean, it makes sense oh, yeah. from, a, from a Fire Emblem standpoint. When you lose your heroes, you lose progress, you lose... Um. Yeah, you lose that character. So that I think that was a holdout from like, oh, we need to make this like Fire Emblem. But from a usability standpoint, it really never made sense because you're doing a lot of grinding and your heroes really never die. So. Yep, and it'll make lo um leveling up on Tempest Trials so much easier. Cause, oh, tell me about it. You know those characters who kill one or two characters and they get defeated in the first battle will get some experience still. So that'll be nice. Um, mm. Also, uh, the uh, SP and experience uh, from maps that have already been cleared will no longer be reduced by half, um, which is another nice quality of life change. I personally don't often do old maps. I uh, usually use Tempest Trials or the Training Tower, uh, either version of TT to level characters. Um, but this is a nice thing, and when I'm doing those... Uh, monthly story quests that they have for the May quests or the monthly quests, I might start trying to make sure I build it. If I have a team that's in that uh, level range, have them uh, go through as if they, you know, go through it there. Yeah. The appropriate level. I just usually send my best team in, but no, that's a good point. Well, yeah, um, that's what I usually do too, because you know, you're getting a uh, reduction in SP and SP oh, or I HP and X. Or X, I'll learn how to talk one of these days, I promise. You're getting the reduction in experience and skill points, so why bother sending in a team that needs to level? Because they're going to get less out of this map than a training tower map. Right. But but this change, they'll get the same amount out of it as if, you know, as if it was your first time clearing it. So. And then there's one more thing, which until I actually see how it works and what it does, it's kind of, it's, I'm kind of iffy on it, but like bow ally uh, movement changes. It's a new feature that lets you change how the movement and action animals are shown. Uh, from what I can tell, it seems like it'll show in more detail what exactly the, uh, the computer is doing uh, for the battle. Mm -hmm. um, it seems to indicate it this new system will actually make the opponent's turn take a bit longer, so I'll probably eventually turn it off. But it'll yeah. be interesting to see what exactly it looks like and does. 
Yeah, whether it's useful or not. So I think it's more just to telegraph, like, to explain to new new users and, and other users what, what characters are doing. And, and um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, new player changes. This is sort of in line with the tutorial. So if you're a new player after 2.5, you're going to see the rarity of allies obtained upgraded to four stars. So that's what we talked about with, you know, Alphonse, Serena, Anna, uh, Virian, Takumi, all that fun stuff. Um, first hero you obtain is Takumi. Virian will become an ally later on in the tutorial. Uh, there are more explanations about game controls that are going to be added. All the all the levels of the training tower will now unlock after clearing Prologue Part 3. Auto battle button will automatically be available on the battle screen. And adjustments to enemy strength will be implemented, which is the most generic thing stated about these updates. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> well, it, in, unless you... I mean, if this is tutorial only where the adjustments to enemy strength appear, uh, then it's something we won't see. If it's throughout the rest of the game, it might be nice to see a couple of those uh, training tower levels be a little easier and you lose fewer heroes while trying to level them. Right. Um, but I am very happy to see uh, that they're making things easier for new players because, you know, uh, even the hardest of hardcore players can eventually get worn out and they need to keep bringing new players in. And uh, this these uh, updates, as well as the rarity changes, make it a little less daunting for them. You know, the rarity thing, essentially you pull up the game, open the catalog, see there's... 200 plus heroes in there uh if you you know take a second or two later and realize most of them can be actually gotten fairly easily through the uh lower lower rarities it doesn't feel as doesn't seem as daunting yeah and this will also make it easier to get into the game yeah in theory it's exciting and i, and I think the fact that they're rewarding you know current players with the thing we talked about before is nice to see as well and uh, yep. it'll be it'll be yeah. good to see new players jump in and, and get the preferential treatment. I think that's overdue, for sure. A um, uh, couple other notes uh, yeah. they put in: uh, movies uh, will no longer trigger when summoning. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten them recently, but Camilla, Marth, all those characters that were the big focus characters in those first two banners had special uh, movies, but that would still play every time you summoned them. Uh, it's a nice little quality of life during summons that you no longer have to watch those. Uh, you can still pull them up in the movies category in the like FAQ, etc. of the uh, menu listing mm -hmm. um, if you ever want to watch them. But it's nice that you won't have to be interrupted by them three or four times during a summon. Yeah. Could you imagine if um, they kept up with those? I mean, they they... I think it was a it was oh. something they probably did during development and then realized like oh we're gonna have to make like four of these oh. every two weeks. <laughs> it was either the number of them they had to do every two weeks or the amount of uh, data space it would take up to keep putting new ones in, or just you know it was a special thing they decided to do for the first set of heroes and were never planning to do more than just that group because of size or amount of work. Because they knew it would be a lot, but they wanted to do something special for the intro, you yeah. know, or the launch. Yeah. Um, there are also some more options for Sacred Seal Forge. 
Um, unless that's actually meaning that they're going to do some changes in there. I think it just means uh, a couple of the Tempest Trial seals, if you didn't get them during the Tempest Trial event, uh, will be added to the Forge for you to get and create mm -hmm. if you never got them. Let's so, go. It's yeah, nice to see uh, them the, return. Yep. And apparently, Ryan, did you know that the music in the game is longer than 10 to 20 seconds? I did not. Oh, well, I knew that because of Tap Battle, but maybe I just figured that was yeah. the two or three songs they used in Tap Battle. Uh, I, I make that kind of bad joke, but they're actually giving you a setting so the music, uh, you can have the music not change during the enemy turn. I'm uh, right so now, if you turning play it, that off. <laughs> yeah, right now when you're playing, you'll have some nice cool music for the map, and then the enemies will go and the music will change and cut off, and it's like... Okay, I got about 10 seconds, and then it'll restart at the beginning again. <laughs> yeah, and the enemy music's all the same, from what my understanding. Yep. So this yeah. is a great addition. Yep, um, and this last one is another one that I'm not fully under fully sure what exactly it means, but many units in the catalog of heroes uh, will appear with updated weapons. I'm guessing that just means those heroes that now have exclusive weapons, will now have their exclusive weapons in the catalog. Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe that... Are there rep, are there chibi representations in the catalog of heroes? Maybe that's what they're talking uh, about? Yeah, when you pull up the heroes, you see a little sprite of the character uh, that you can tap to show their animations. Uh, hold on them to have them do their... Uh, do a, um, a special type swing and say a line... Although with dragons, holding it will have them transform or untransform. Or if you just repeatedly tap on them, they'll show their uh, animation as if they're getting ad attacked and damaged. Oh, so Wow, I never even knew that. I'm, I'm doing it right now. And it's like, huh, <laughs> that's interesting. Yep. Okay, that, that update yep, makes a lot more sense. It's always been then. there, so I'm guessing that what that is, because... I'm guessing it's not going to change depending on what weapons you put on your character, but it'll change so that those who like Felicia who now have her plate and stuff like that will now have their updated weapons. Hmm. That's my best guess. So. I'm missing a lot of characters as well as I go, go through here. I don't even have a Tiki, a Dragon Scion. Uh, that's, that's the five-star only version of Tiki, I think. Naga's mm. voice is the adult tiki that comes at three and four star and actually is uh, part of the upcoming uh, three heroes quests, which are starting this week later on. It'll be Tiki, Naga's voice, Gaius, and Gunter. Uh, should be starting on the 7th. Um, so day before the update. Uh, mm. The new heroes banner uh, starts on the 10th, and this is the slightly shortened one. Um, after looking at it, it's like 10 or 11 days, which is only a day or two shorter, but it is still a little bit shorter than normal. And on the same day that that banner starts will be the uh, May Special Orb promo starting as well. Nice. So, so speaking of that shortened banner on the 10th, uh, what do you think it'll be? Um, all lens. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, seeing as most half of the lens are special... Heroes, that is unlikely. <laughs> I don't um, know what it'll be. What do you think? I actually I actually think Lynn is a good hint of what it'll be. I think it'll be a bow-exclusive banner. Mm. Um, 
you know, colorless dragon, I can see why they want to make that a little rare. So the fact that they haven't given us another one since the since uh, Legendary Robin makes sense. But the colored bows, right now we only have green. Uh, so it feels like something I would I think they would want to have add more of sooner rather than later. So I think the banner on the 10th will be uh, essentially bows. Um, probably only three, a red, a blue, and a green. Maybe four with a colorless in there. Or maybe they'll add another colorless dragon and have it be a red, a blue, and a colorless dragon. Um, but I have two theories on who the characters will be. Uh-huh. Uh, my first theory is a little bit crazy. Um, and I, I note this, um, is it could be the Anapocalypse, as I nickname it. Essentially where it's three Annas. Since um, Anna is a character that appears with a large family of sisters named Anna in virtually every uh, version of the game, it could easily, and most of them tend to be bow wielders, easily be Anna from Awakening, Anna from Fates, and Anna from the Marth games or something like that. Hmm. Um, That one's probably a little out there and unlikely. Maybe Uh, another Anna would be interesting, right? Well, yeah, that was one of the, that was another one of the reasons is that you know you have the um, you've got the new uh, spring, uh, Sharina and Alphonse, right? Uh, and Anna, as the Asker version, has not had a new version of the unit. And like I said, these wouldn't necessarily be the same Anna; they'd be the Annas from other games, but they would give you new Annas. Uh, that's another reason why I think it's unlikely because Anna is the Askren character, so they might be hesitant to use non-Asker versions. Yeah, if that makes sense. Or they does. might want to save Anna for a special event, like they did with Alphonse and Sharina. Um, my other one, uh, based on the fact that we're now getting a free Takumi, is maybe we'll get a new Takumi with a colored version of his bow. Um, and I was thinking maybe with that it would be Sakura and Reina, bringing yeah. that other Kenshi Knight. Maybe that everyone was talking about. Maybe. Uh, it's probably still a stretch. We really have no clue. We don't even know if, for sure if it will actually be a Bopocalypse. They haven't even really hinted at this banner, right? Um, nope. Um, I'm fully expecting to get the banner video on the eighth. Right. Uh, either. When the game goes down or when the game comes back up. Because when the game comes back up, they're going to have the um, update in there. And I realized that was why the Legendary Lin banner came out so early. Because they added the uh, data into the game for that banner when they added the Golden Week stuff. So the data miners were going to find it anyway. So they... um, You know, so when the update comes up, the data miners are going to find the info. So they just they just told us that was the, the surprise, banner. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I hope you're right. I think a Bopocalypse would be really cool, and to get some variants on Sakura and and a new Reina hero would be really neat. And and yeah, Boanna would be really cool too. I think um, something similar to Fire Emblem Warriors, where she's this bow user, I think would be really really cool. Well, it honestly is surprising. In Awakening, how... her class was a bow-wielding class too, I believe. Trickster, I believe it was. No, yeah, you're right, for sure. I just it, It's surprising to me how little they pull from Fire Emblem Warriors in, 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 in terms of 
like character variations and and I know a lot of that is based on the other games, but you know, well, Fire Emblem Warriors is what's pulled, in my mind. They haven't really pulled anything from Warriors yet. I mean, yeah, it seems odd. It seems odd since it's the newest, technically the newest game in the Fire Emblem franchise or related. Yeah, to but franchise. it is also a little abnormal spin-off type thing. I mean, they haven't mm-hmm. played, pulled anything from the uh, Fire Emblem uh, Shin Megami Tensei crossover, like Effie, Number Sign, or Sharp, or what, the weird dance game or something like that. I don't remember what it was. And I never, never played it, but I remember hearing about it. Yeah. it was some weird Japanese combo game with um, Shin Megami Tensei series. Yeah. I have never played so, that game, so I don't know anything about it. But I haven't played it either, but I know it's a game in there, and I don't know if they just pulled characters uh, or actually have their own uh, unique characters to the game. To um, it, my understanding is they pulled some characters, but they were so stylized that they were just they were oh yeah i think i saw some images of it coming out and i'm like are are those the same characters they say it's supposed to be (laughs) i remember the original tech demo for it that they showed was was very much fire emblem Uh, yeah yeah it was not what what actually came out but anyways uh that's that's tokyo mirage sessions uh i think it's supposed to be like sharp fe or it's hashtag or number sign fe but Tokyo yeah. Mirage Sessions. Yeah, it was a weird spinoff. <laughs> really weird. And hopefully the new Switch one we get will just be Fire Emblem, which I think is... is well, that's getting. what they indicated it would be, and hopefully we'll hear about it next month. Yeah, exactly. I know, E3 is coming around the corner, and I wanted to give a quick shout-out to Adam, who left a comment on our website, gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. He commented on our episode 9, The Legend of Robin, Loved the Nana joke. Just found this podcast and looking forward to listening in from now on. So I just, I did want to note that people enjoyed my Nana joke. So I just wanted to make sure someone, everyone knew that someone out there appreciated me for the Nana joke. So anyways, uh, go back to episode 9, 10, 11, and 12 to uh, figure out what that joke was. Because I kept repeating it. So (laughs) have fun, Adam. Um, You can visit us on the web. At GamerZim. Actually, before we go, any 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 last words, Eddie? I know we didn't do a, 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 a our normal show routine, but I did want to give you one final say before we, we jet. Uh, yeah, no, just excited for the update coming up. Not Nothing big, no big last words right this week. All right. So. Well, uh, you can visit us on the web at GamerZimPodcast.com slash Faye. That's F-E-H. Email the show. Faye at GamersInPodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, Eddie at DralFear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.